0: get geeky, get awesome it is the awesome cast i'm mike sorgat sorgatron on the twitter and the sorgatron media studios in pittsburgh pennsylvania and this is the last awesome cast live of the year and uh we got a fun one we got the predictions we'll be looking at last year's predictions are awesome thing of the year and uh with me first of all from uh, studio c and the big d of Dormant PA. he's a gadget guru a big bank international <gasps> esquire he is john chichella that's me. I made it like two weeks in a row. It's a, it's, a, it's a record. That's right. And social media expert and and famous person in Brazilian TV and uh, <laughs> recovering from uh, a recent surgery here is uh, Katie Dudas. The Dutters is with us.
1: Hello, friends. Yeah, I got a chilla again and I got a you and I got another friend.
0: I'm going to try to keep picking a random fact to introduce you every week because you have so many. You're <laughs> <laughs> You're like me. We have like so many like walks of life that we've been through over the years. So, <laughs> uh, also with us of the iPhoneography podcast, I'm oh yeah. I Don't have to say that as as fast on this show. Dave Podner is with us. Prof, Paddle, Prof Pod on the tweets.
2: It's arc, how's it going tonight? All
0: right, all right. Uh, if you're with us live, it's going all right
2: now. <laughs> it's going
0: all right now. Windows <laughs> update hit like five minutes before the show and took like a half an hour on our Zoom machine, so we're a little late. And I don't know, it may truncate the show. We'll see how things go here, but we'll we'll try to get right into our predictions and our awesome things and everything. In the meantime, please go check out everything at awesomecast.com. You can email us at Media.com for feedback. Uh, tweet us at awesomecast on the Twitter uh, for as long as that lasts uh facebook uh, we have a great awesome cast group with stories throughout the week not that we're going to touch on much but if you want to see what's going on what we're sharing over the holidays that'll be a good place for us to still get together and also uh, we've been sharing a little bit more over on our discord for awesome cast actually um i started a channel over there of playing with ai and as we're playing with chat gpts or anything else out there uh we uh, you know amanda and i have both been putting some stories that we've been uh, writing up or uh, uh prompting in there uh, uh here and there so uh, uh go check out that and, and please share your stories as well um a, as a as a part of that and, and then the discord is of course linked over on the awesomecast.com page if you want to be a part of that and uh, of course please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast catcher please leave a review that is very helpful it gets in front of other people and we are live every tuesday coming up in the new year obviously we'll have a week off we have be may or may not have some placeholder stuff we're working on that right now uh but we're here live every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern time coming up in 2023 and also thank you to our patreon or i'm sorry our audio partners over at postindustrial.com thank you to our patreon supporters at uh patreon.com slash awesome everybody's helping us out with the show i have executive producer brian crawford as well as the coffee club level matt weller and cynthia klosky and mike pound and at the fan show level michael fedor professor buzzkill and Dave, prof Pod partner, co-host of the iPhoneography podcast, the longest-running podcast solely dedicated to all things related to iPhone photo- photography. Um, so there's this thing on the on the Mayhem show where uh, we say that we will we will announce you on the Patreon list, however you would like us to. And this is how Dave has has uh, um, because on the Awesome Cast, I'm saying things. Uh, there's a little challenge where I'm saying things expedited over there and trying not to hurt myself. And so he added the longest thing possible uh, on top of having to pronounce iPhonography mm-hmm. very, very quickly. So thank you for that Dave.
2: Hey, you're welcome. And don't forget to thank Mad Mike. It was his idea too. It
0: was, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but it was, you can, you can be a part of that uh, uh, and get some extra features as well over at patreon.com slash awesome cast. So it is the end of the year episode. We like to do an awesome thing of the year. So let's go through this. Um, Katie, let's get your awesome thing first.
1: My awesome thing of the year is the um how happy I've been with the upgraded cellular service across the country and being able to use my phone as a hotspot mm-hmm. in much more places than uh we've seen in a long time. And it's made the uh, my working from the road and creating content from everywhere so much easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: And you've, had very, very you've had a lot of practice. You've had a lot of practice that uh, this year, probably more than any, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the most traveling I have done in uh, well, probably ever. <laughs> this was last year, and um, being able to, like we've said, um, it's been consistent and it's been great, and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Verizon and other companies, for finally getting <laughs> that figured out and making a legit hotspot of our phones.
0: I, I can't remember if I I, I said this uh, somewhere on the show, but I remember. I, I had this realization recently because my, my awesome thing of the year also is a high level of connectivity. Because um, I remember like thinking about like how much of a Pine Sky thing like in the early two thousands was going to be. It was like, oh, we can just have internet persistently everywhere. It was like that'll never happen out in the middle of nowhere, right? That'll that'll keep being that's a city thing. That's not an out in the country kind of situation, right? And there are dead spots if we go to like really remote areas. I mean, we I think we both see it in our hiking and uh, adventures as well. Uh, uh, my awesome thing is that again, like you, the high level of connectivity, um, but it's not just to sell things. Um, you know, we, we talked about it a couple months ago. I was able to help produce a, uh, a pay-per-view on the Wi Fi on the Alaskan airlines plane. Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, we got to play with a little bit, uh, thanks to some, thanks to some people bringing them on, on site for some of the aero competitions. We got to, sp- I, I saw Starlinks, there are Starlinks at like three competitions, That I've been at, you know, I don't know if you, you you weren't at Formula, but no, you were at the second Formula and there was just like a Starlink in the corner in the design Mm -hmm. tent, you know, it was just like, oh, okay, Um, you know, then that's a satellite internet for those that that aren't aware, Um, you know, on top of like, you know, we basically streamed from almost every situation this year, thanks to um, devices like our live view, you know, I mean, everywhere from arenas to high schools to community buildings to uh, tents in the desert to tents on the... (laughs) (laughs) Tense tense in the middle of a racetrack. Literally, the only place we had difficulty with that, but still was able to pull it off, was literally in the middle of nowhere, south of Tucson. uh, 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 I don't know, within miles of the Mexican border, uh, probably at that point. Uh, And and that's really the only place where we had any major difficulties with these devices, uh, as far as finding a signal and getting something out. And and, and also, along with this is um, people kind of getting how important that is for their live productions. We're seeing more and more people not putting up with, Oh, the internet in the house is not good enough. We need to have a backup. And that's one of the things that we believed in in production for a while. And that's it. Um, I have way too many internet connections. I, (laughs) you mentioned hotspots. I think I have, I have five hotspots minimum at any time <laughs> 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 to do all this and bond things together, but it's pretty incredible. And that's just LTE that I'm not even looking at 5g for that kind of stuff, but still like it's, it's still, it's still incredible. Even the 5g stuff and seeing, you know, you know, throwing in one of these LTE modems and when we have bad service at the hotel and still being able to get work done, you know, and, and both of us deal with media files, right? Mm-hmm. So oh,
1: it's been shocking how good it's been and how, quickly we've been like you said in lte even like to upload and download things it's been pretty impressive this year
0: absolutely absolutely and seeing some venues and how how high of internet they've had i love when i could run a speed test and i'm getting about 600 megabytes up and down so and uh and i'm starting to look at i may have to upgrade some things around here because there's a couple files sometimes we get those files and they're like 200 gigabytes from or 300 gigabytes from like a show like one of those MMA shows or something like that. And that takes a while. Like it took like, a, like half of the day to upload one of those today. So like we might be, we might have to start pushing that in house as well. So it, it, the option is there. It's just whether I want to pay for it. So um, awesome. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: I want to say, I, I want to catch you before you went on to the next thing. And who would have thought, let's say four or five years ago, T-Mobile would be that strong of a third carrier. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because I I remember when the Sprint-T-Mobile merger was going through, it was like, oh, you have Sprint, which is kind of weak and kind of a legacy left over, and T-Mobile, which is your discount carrier merging, they have no chance against Verizon or AT&T, which are these huge, you know, AT&T, which at the time owned Time Warner, you know, and Verizon, which... Own Yahoo and other things, and you have this only cell phone carrier, which out without the major media behind it, and they're a viable carrier. Mm-hmm. They're a viable third. It isn't, you know, I mean, I have AT&T just because I've had it, and I, you know, I don't want to deal with the switching, but it doesn't seem like, you know, it's not like Verizon, AT&T, oh, and you're going for the cheapy T-Mobile. They're pretty equal, and mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would have, outside of a T-Mobile person, you know, employee. Uh, would have predicted that years ago of having
0: three viable carriers. Yeah, and, and I use all of them to get a get a stream out sometimes. Yeah, uh, John Carbon, friend, old old friend of the show, on in the chat room over on YouTube right now. Says, I'll be honest, I'm, I'll be a little sad when we start getting consistent cell service while camping. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, and somebody just brought down and finally bought a cellular flip phone at Walmart. Welcome to the future, um, or welcome to a decade ago, I suppose. Um, but anyways. Uh, no, it, it's been pretty incredible. And I know for us, like it, it, it's very rare that all three of those carriers are going to be out too. Right. Um, like we'll, we'll go to one place where it's like, oh yeah, we have like Verizon towers around here, but nothing else. It's like, great. That doesn't help half of your, you know, half of your people here. Right. Or AT&T, like eat the buy when we were in the desert and I couldn't get anything else to work. So it's good to have options when you're doing something like that. So. All right, let's get, let's did, keep, did, go ahead. I,
3: I did have a quick question for, for anyone that's using it. Does anyone have cellular on like an iPad or other type device
0: um, and they're
3: using it like as a share?
0: Uh, I can tell you, I got two iPads right in front of me that have cellular, cellular, but I haven't used either of them on cellular for a couple of years. As like a hot,
3: okay. That's yeah, yeah. like a hotspot or anything. No, okay. that,
0: that shouldn't operate too differently than what the phone does, right? No. The, the one interesting thing that someone told
3: me is, like, you can go, if you use an iPad, and I was interested to try it, if you have an iPad, because of the battery life, and it's really meant to have the screen on, if you're just using it as a hotspot, it lasts, like, oh, well over 24 hours.
0: Ooh, okay.
3: So I was interested if anyone has actually tried that.
0: No, no, there might be something on the newer ones as well. Like maybe that's something on the M ones.
3: This was <clears throat> this was before the M one or M two came out.
0: So okay, Chilla, since we got you up here, what's your awesome thing?
3: My awesome thing of the year is keyboards. I realized <laughs> I had a problem, and I continue to have a problem. I've talked about replacement keycaps. Um, one of the cool, if you go to the first yes it's the first link there's a keyboard that has been announced um that looks pretty darn awesome um it actually is a keyboard and there's an led display underneath it
0: Ooh, okay um
3: i don't know if that's if that's playing the video but like as you type there there it it is Um you can have all kinds of stuff. It can be reactive. It can have all kinds of different videos underneath it. Um there was one with Koi Fish that I saw.
0: There's a car um, driving driving by. There's a matrix look to one of these. Um I, I like the one that looked like it was like fireworks or gunshots kinda going on behind the keys.
3: hmm Or like little it looks like almost like bang there's bang snaps under there.
4: hmm
3: Um Yeah, so I, I've just been really into keyboards lately. Um all different sizes um some have number pads some don't um some are 60 percent 65 percent there's all kinds of craziness when you get into your keyboards um there's different um key types some people like the really clicky um some people like shallow um i'm just a huge fan of keyboards
0: and uh, how many do you have? Do you have like a whole stack of them? Are you actively using them? Well, or, just
3: within reach,
0: like. Yeah. Oh no! Here we go. The, the this is what we call the awesome cast tech reach ch- test.
3: Oh jeez. So here's <laughs> two. Oh here's no! Oh no. oh no! The camera's here's going the, crazy. Here's one. <laughs> um, and then there's the other. The other two recent ones are behind. Oh, me, you have to look but... back
0: and see all the crazy Wayne's worlding that just happened. <laughs>
3: So just, just, I don't know, like some of the, some of, I've been going, some are wired, some are wireless. Oh, there's another one back there. Um, so there's another one within reach. Um, I usually try to go wireless and I try to go with a device that will actually support more than a single device. Because with where I'm sitting, there's three devices that I mm-hmm. can connect to. Um, so having a device that can connect to at least three um, is definitely helpful. Um or if it's wired, I have a switch too that I can use to switch between devices. So
0: and I see you're I using know. kind of alternate you have kind of alternate um uh, versions in here. There's the macro pad uh, we were looking at here. We'll link all these in the document. Um let's see, an RGB the, the, mini the keyboard. Ducky,
3: the the Ducky macro pad looks mm-hmm. pretty darn cool mm-hmm. because it has a mini O L E D screen and you can program that with, I can't remember how many, 32 profiles. Jeez. Um, and you can scroll through them, right? So there's like a little toggle button at the bottom and it'll tell you what each key does. And you can create the macros to be whatever you want. Um, and it uses uh, the ducky scripting language um, that works across Windows, Mac, Linux. Um, that one's more pricey than it looks because it's seventy dollars, but then that doesn't include keys or oh, a cable <laughs> um, or switches.
0: <laughs> yeah, let me get to see if we So sorry, I'm on a I'm on a slower iPad right now because the, uh, uh, the 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 my main iPad wasn't charged. And you get to put it together yourself, which oh, I thought good. Was pretty good, cool. there's a lot of that putting keyboards together thing happening. These days, I noticed like mm-hmm. um, I, I think they were talking about it on it's a thing. Like the clicky keyboards people have been doing like there's been a big movement for them. People getting those not great if you need a keyboard when you're uh, podcasting, by the way, I recommend against that. Um, but still, like there's a lot of lot of good. So so you're um, so you're going to you're going to start the uh, awesome keyboard cast in uh, 2023. Is that your prediction? That that
3: that could be my prediction.
0: I am I am with this, by the way. <laughs> this is a good idea. Can we just do Chilla's key- keyboard re- review at some point as a uh, special feature over here?
3: I, I can definitely do that. Oh, send me the video. It amazes me even the cable. Like people get crazy about the coiled, mm-hmm. the coiled cables. Um, there's all kinds of craziness. Love it. Love it. You can um, do the
0: keyboard of the week. Keyboard of the week. We still got to boop you. We still connect and hand over the I boop because Katie wants it back. So. <laughs> Katie misses her my boop. boop. You I missed, I missed boop. my boop. You missed the boop. Uh um, missed the boop. And then it, it was, here's the last one you yeah, had. was Logitech G5, G915. Uh, 10 keyless uh, light speed wireless RGP mechanical. Ooh. I need to upgrade. I don't even have a good mouse. I'm using that wireless one you suggested uh, months ago because uh, my, my Amazon mouse quit on my desktop. So I just grabbed the wireless that I've been carrying with me as a backup on out of the... Out of the uh, laptop case. Um, but anyways. Potter, what is your awesome thing of the year?
2: And honestly, it's something that has probably the, the one of the smallest impacts of anything else that anyone's going to talk about, but it's the Artemis mission for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the fact that almost 50 years to the date of the last moon mission. Uh crude moon, moon crude moon mission um going back around the moon and just how perfectly everything went now the launch was delayed a couple times um partially this is a new thing partially out of precaution you know you, this is a very very expensive thing you don't want to just oh, well let's launch and see what happens but just how you know the launch the 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 transfer to the moon going around the moon the photos from going around the moon Coming back, the splashdown, everything just went a hundred percent the way it should have. Mm -hmm. And for basically new technology, first time out, this is of course why you do it uncrewed, just in case something goes wrong. And then you run into, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to do first things when there's people on there. But just the fact it worked so perfectly, just kind of mind blowing how perfect it all went. And of course, they were going to spend, you know, months and months and months going over the data and seeing how it actually performed. And you know, they actually had three uh, munikins, as they called him, uh, mm-hmm. testing the space suit, testing the uh, radiation that's up there, testing you know the uh, the g forces and reentry and launch forces. So they have to go over all that data, but nothing as far as i can tell is giving any pause for the next mission which will be crude uh non-landing mission which is basically going to go around the moon just to test and make sure that the people can you know it, it it people can actually work in here and there'll be four people on that one nice and then a couple years down the road 2025 hopefully 2026 at the latest will be the landing on the moon.
0: It's happening.
2: Yeah. Which yeah. which for it's just how long it's been mm-hmm. since we've gone beyond low earth orbit as a species 50 years um to say yes, here are the plans, here's the budget. This isn't I remember when George Bush came out with his returns to the moon in the early 90s. And, you know, I thought I think he thought it was going to be like the Kennedy, uh, you know, go to the moon because it's hard Mm -hmm. and it never caught on. And but it's like, oh, no, we're actually doing and building and have budget and it's going to happen unless something catastrophic happens, which could happen, unfortunately. But if everything goes as planned, it's going to happen in the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. And And it's going to set the stage of oh, you want to use this launch for missions. Good. We already have it set up, ready to go. We've planned that. This isn't just get them to the moon and then see what happens. It's okay, we're going to the moon. Let's build a whole system to get everything going. So I think this is going to be a huge, hopefully, you know, maybe not all this on this panel in 30, 40 years, but where people could see say that, hey, I remember in 2022 when this thing got started, this was the beginning of permanent settlement on the moon, or this is the beginning of further exploration out there.
0: I love it. I love it. I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah. Excellent. You have a secondary thing here too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is a it's a little on the mean side maybe. <laughs> uh the popping of the check genius balloons. The mm-hmm. fact, uh, and this happened in you know, Silicon Valley, and it's like, oh, this is a tech genius who started this very successful company. They must, they're rich. They must be a genius. Hey, let's have them do other things since they're rich in geniuses and they do other things and they fail successfully. Spectacularly. Or, you know, you start to hear them go out of their little niche. That they were extremely successful in, and then all of a sudden it's like they may be really good at their little niche, but they're not an overall genius who can do everything else. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a little bit of the it, 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 there's a little bit of the infallibility of uh, Silicon Valley. And it's not just your tech yes. geniuses; it's also the tech companies themselves, right? They're they're coming on a lot right. under a lot more scrutiny. Um, you mm-hmm. know, you know, everybody's kind of you know kind of looking at them with a little bit of side eye at this point um you know it's really kind of like the whole the whole promise of it is kind of uh uh, uh collapsing under its own weight uh for a lot of these companies yeah. so um yeah
2: i mean it it does come it ebbs, it ebbs, it ebbs and flows mm-hmm. after all we had that in the 80s and 90s with steve jobs first time around and uh, bill gates being geniuses and then you know the the tech bubble in the early 2000s where You know, it's like, oh, this is going to revolutionize everything. And then it blew up and then it came back later, Mm -hmm. just not as expected as it was going to be. And then people, you know, there was turnover and it almost seems like the institutional knowledge of, hey, you remember that thing that happened 10 years ago? It looks like it's happening again. You may want to keep an eye out for it Mm -hmm. so you know what's going on. And people are like, oh, no, no, this is completely different. These guys are 100 percent different from the guys who came. No, they're not. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Well, no, I, not. I think some no. of the best stuff comes out of um, when the bubbles burst, right? Whether yeah. it be the the initial um, web bubble, was it the web two bubble uh, in the early two thousands? The recession that hit about you know in 9 or so. Um, like I feel like things kind of refortified, you know, around those, and, and new new companies rose up, and new ideas raised up. Um, and I think I think we're kind of you know I you know my kind of. You know I can't wait for the next thing we've been on the same platforms too long it, you know kind of goes into that um, so yeah I think I, I think I think this is just a setup for for that kind of thing going on so yeah. all right we gotta get moving along here since we started so late apologies again uh, as the, the, the windows we, we'll blame the Microsofts for that so um, but anyways uh, let's let's get to okay it's time to own up guys. Krause isn't here to defend himself. So what were your predictions for 2022? How close to the mark did we get on this one? Oh, Potter, you are in this one, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, 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 ooh. Crazy Krause. Ron Krauss is not here to defend himself. He believes that the Xbox and Microsoft will have a big year and Game Pass and cloud gaming will grow even more. Uh, I'd say they did. Um I I I mean we're seeing deals all the time for for uh, Game Pass and everything. I'm now playing League of Legends thanks to Game Pass. I never thought that would connect. Um did, would,
3: did they have the combination with like EA Play and some of the other ones last year yet?
0: I think that was last year. I think that was over was year. It, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think we were already in that. That was kind of the first big like swing, and then you know the Bethesda stuff had happened. Um, but we're seeing day ones all the time. I've, I've been playing, you know, I've been playing a lot of stuff on there. Um, it continues to grow, and I think it still is handedly uh, uh, beating um, everything else. I don't know if Microsoft had a big year. I feel like it's still limping because of the um, accessibility to the to, to the newer higher end consoles. Um, but I would call him. I don't know. Do we give him a point for that? It's growing. Yeah.
3: I'd say circle gets a square. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yep.
0: Yep. I mean, Stadia didn't make it, but I think that's part of the uh, maturation of, and we all saw that coming. Let's be honest. So, Uh, but
3: I'm, but I'm happy with that, that they're, they're letting people move to other platforms
0: uh so far it's depending on depending on who the if you bought it through ubisoft but ubisoft has a general deal with luna right now by the way if you log into luna and you happen to have like amazon prime you get free games on luna Uh,
3: but i also saw where they were letting you actually get the pc version
0: yeah i think you can uh, if you if you log into like ubisoft connect yes and you download that on your pc you'll have you'll have access to those same games yes so they, they they've been so it's been nice to do that who was um i was just having conversations with somebody about um like movies anywhere as video games and i was kind of talking about how that's not going to happen at any time in the near future this actually is a step in that direction a little bit so we'll see um chilla you're next you ready for this i don't remember what i predicted Perfect. <laughs> Chilla thinks that streaming peripherals will dominate the tech industry, webcams, mics, etc. Eh. I don't know. You're sitting there with a pile of keyboards, so I don't know what that uh <laughs> but, I, but I have the new AI camera. Okay, okay you have the new AI camera, but <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. but how but many not
0: everybody. The, but nobody else here has an AI camera. <laughs> I think Katie's on her MacBook. So, you know. I am. There you go. <laughs> and her audio is always. Are, are you just using
3: your your AirPods as your as your mic? Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. You always sound good.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it works pretty good. Eventually, maybe this is a year where I get everybody doesn't have them. Uh, uh, dedicated headsets just to sweeten it a little bit, just a little bit. But no, it's perfectly. I've heard I've heard worst uh, podcast sounds from. Um, uh, people for major major publications doing podcasts, so I think we're on the right track here, partner. Mm. <laughs> you ready for this? I'm ready. You think that non Tesla electric cars will become more common? Mm. Uh, Katie, I think you can speak to this one. Yep, you can.
4: Circle gets a square. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do we need to pull up the picture of Katie um, taking pictures of like how many companies worth of electric cars on the winner's circle this year? Yeah, was it four, four or five? It was uh it was a uh, uh, technically GMC Hummer, uh, Ford Rivian, uh, Lucid, at least four of them. One of them had three cars. Ford brought, mm-hmm. Ford brought like three cars. So yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think they're more. I saw one of the Rivian, uh, Amazon vans coming driving down the street here oh. in front of the studio just a week ago by the way so you're hearing more of it and teslas are sneaking up on me more and more in general so we, i don't know if it was a tesla but somebody drove by while i was outside and i'm like that doesn't sound right and i looked at it, it was an electric car um again i don't think it was a tesla but or or in in parking lots i feel like there's more of like oh something's behind me and that doesn't mm-hmm. sound like an engine right um yeah, I think you're definitely seeing them around the Pittsburgh area, and this is not a primary thing, right? So Ponder, good job. All right. Yay! Daughters, your well, turn. No oh, no. You think <laughs> you think a, no, no. a year ago, you were thinking that TikTok would uh-huh. continue to dominate compensating creators more ads now. Not just for young folks. Algorithm is so good. Someone will get social audio correct. Not Clubhouse Spaces. Continue to see a decrease in organic reach, specifically on Facebook. Everyone wants to make money. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty on. I I don't know. Did someone get social audio correct?
2: I think uh, spaces grew twitter was the closest i think twitter was the closest until they shut it down
0: mm-hmm. is or it is it officially shut it sh- it down no wait wait, yeah, say it's not shut I, down I, I i've think seen threatened. people i've I think seen threatened. i think they deactivated it momentarily or something so yeah um but i think that's the place to go i feel like i see them all the time i mean uh, our friend the reveron hunt uh, a pro wrestler friend of ours mm-hmm. i think he still does coffee with the rev every tuesday and thursday and and uh, I've seen another friend of the other show, RJ City. He's been doing this, excuse me, coffee in his underwear. Uh, he's been simulcasting it on spaces. And I listen to it sometimes when I go for a, for a hike uh, on Sunday mornings. So like, you know, I, I, I'm seeing. So to me, the gauge is always wrestlers, right? Because the wrestlers yeah. are not generally technical, but they get community if they get it. And they're climbing onto spaces real hard. Uh, so I would say the only, the only, the only mark against you, Katie, is you said not spaces in this. Oh, yeah. So
4: close. <laughs> you a, I still you say like circle a, gets a square? You, you, yeah, no, no. You you <laughs> yeah. still
0: get the point for this one. But I say the slightest <laughs> of dings is because you said not spaces, and but, they showed me. They showed you. <laughs> they showed you. We'll see how long that lasts. And uh, apparently, Sorg sees more strides in virtual events. I've seen more virtual events. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like I feel like people have mostly gone back to the old, the old ways at this point. I think it was still a question mark a year ago. We uh, as we were still sort of coming out of COVID, but it, considering the live events have been getting more and more people at them that we've been participating in for pay-per-views, um, yeah, I think I. I think this is a miss on me. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys seen <laughs> anything for virtual events? Uh, 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 Chilla, you worked big with. Uh, uh... We still,
3: we still, we still see virtual events as a big okay, as a, as a big thing. Mm-hmm. And I will. I've seen more options.
0: Vimeo just rolled well, cause, out
3: because a... you because like even Microsoft for mm-hmm. Ignite this year, there it was. Their in person mm-hmm. was not in. Florida. It was in Seattle, and it was.
0: And they just remoted the rest of it.
3: It was. It was like ten. They had ten percent the capacity. Like it went from like twenty five thousand to twenty five hundred attendees. So, but the other thing I see is I see more ways of interaction or more interesting. For the smaller ones, it's like I don't know if it's the the budget differential or or what, but. Like more of the QR code check-in stuff that can kind of follow you around.
0: I think that's it. I have been. I haven't been involved in a lot of the corporate stuff. Um, I, at least the ones I do have events that have to be in person for the most part this year, and and they reverted back to that. But I, I guess you would see more of it on. The, I see more tools. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I, I listen to. Uh, I've mentioned on here office hours. I global and um they've been really refining those live tools and things like that learning about zoom iso and things like that um which makes me think about my studio upgrade personally but that's going to be costly please follow us on patreon uh so um but you know i and, and say vimeo just rolled out virtual uh venues they're calling it in beta um which i was kind of wondering cuz somebody asked about doing something like that for for uh, uh next quarter um so I'm wondering if that applies Um. Yeah. So. So the tools are coming. I just haven't personally experienced the virtual events.
3: Well, I was surprised because even
0: like Stream Deck, they have that new
3: Stream Deck that has like like six or eight buttons, and then it has Mm -hmm. like a small touch panel and the then nob- a bunch of knobs and
0: knobs and, and physical knobs. knobs. Yeah. That got me very interested. Yes. If that can interface with my, uh, my, uh, ATEM minis over here, that could be, that'd be really good. Okay. All right. All right. So, sort, well, sort of from the corporate side. Yes. Um, right. Cause you're dealing with, the, a, you're dealing with the conference sides more than I am for your company.
2: Right. Right. And, we have people expecting a virtual option now.
0: Yes. So we have mm-hmm.
2: attendees saying, oh, uh, will there be a, vir- I'm assuming, you know, the, the way they're asking is like, oh, there's going to be a virtual option for this. Right. And then we have to say for a lot of times, no, there's no virtual option mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's very limited. Right. And that's, I, you know, it, and this is also for training mm-hmm. because the other thing we do big is training. Mm-hmm. And our big training class, we go, went almost hundred percent virtual for mm-hmm. the last two years. Hold on, and and, okay, you're, okay, and yeah, he's yeah, having on a shoulder. cat. He's having a cat fight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> more, more, more cats on the internet. Really, um, exactly. And we're, we're transitioning, I think, mostly because of the instructors mm-hmm. going back to in person versus virtual, mm-hmm. just in terms of them dealing with thirty people in one room versus the thirty people on a Zoom call.
4: I right, think the instructors
2: right. prefer it that way. Right. But the um, the people and the companies love virtual because you only didn't have to say, Oh, you let's say this is a three day training from eight to four thirty or eight thirty to four thirty. That's three days worth of work, but it's only three days worth of work. So, no hotel. Yeah.
3: No yeah, travel. Yeah. No meals.
2: No mm-hmm. losing an extra day on either side mm-hmm. because of travel. You know, you're literally coming into the office. So during lunch, you can catch up or if they, you know, most engineers are salaried, so they're exempt from life. Mm -hmm. So they can say, oh, after your training's over, stay an extra hour or two uh, to catch up.
0: Katie, you and I were both looking at a um, uh, 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 learning opportunity here in the next month that it looked like it had two virtual Zoom calls leading into the in-person that week yeah um I I'm real that, curious to see what that is yeah they, they, when I actually I saw a second one I can't afford I that to you it was about creativity um because mm-hmm. I but I, I signed up for a membership for the museum so now I'm getting all those all those emails now um and there's a lot of there's a lot of courses and and workshops and things that that apply to business and creativity and and things like that um so so like that, that's you know, if you're not in the Pittsburgh area, the, you know, look at the Carnegie Museum uh, uh, system for things like that. And um, and if you're not, you know, check out the, you know, the the resources in your area. Um, but uh, no, I, I thought that was really interesting. So so do I get a point for this? Then I think I get. A, I think I earned my. I, I guess I talked myself into a point. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> All right, let's get to predictions. It's getting pumpkin time for for Chilla since since we started so so late. So let's start with him. Uh, uh, Chilla, what is your prediction for the next year? Is he already pumpkin out?
2: Uh, nope, nope. Chilla, oh. uh, we can't hear
3: you. I'm, du- I'm double muted. Oh, no!
1: <laughs> Chilla will figure out the mute button. I will yeah. figure out the mute button by the <laughs> end.
3: I will buy more keyboards. I don't, I don't have a good prediction. Oh, no, we gotta get lie. him a boop. We gotta get him a boop. I need a boop. Chilla will get a boop. That's oh. <laughs> do you need a minute? I, do you have to get out of here? Where yeah, at? I don't need a minute. Do me last because I got to
0: Do you last. Me. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll roll through this. Uh, Katie, what's your prediction?
1: Uh, well, one is already starting to happen. And especially if you're in any sort of tech space, you are seeing AI take over everything from writing posts to creating your resume to cover letters to... Gosh, everything in between that you're going to see a lot more AI. I'm not sure what that means for um, our jobs in the future, which is kind of interesting um, how that's going to be changing. And uh, maybe like we get different responsibilities working in the social media world because some folks may be switching over to a little bit more AI. And um, but yes, everything's going to be AI all over the darn place. And then, and then the second one I had was sorry, my mouse is dead. Um, is uh, that we're going to see a bunch of new social media um, platforms because the big three are currently in their process of you know shifting or falling apart. Um, but I think we're going to see a bunch pop out in the beginning of the year and then we'll have some clear, like a new, I don't know if we'll have a brand new set of uh, like the big three or big four, mm-hmm. but um, I think we're going to have something, something is going to fall from grace and we're going to have something else replace it that we're all going to be on and using.
0: Consistently, you and I are in the same mindset because I, I just wrote mine, and you are saying it. I am like, I think you just said what I wrote. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I would, I didn't. Or vice versa, or something. Because I've been thinking about this too uh, about the new social media. So let me let me give because I originally put new platform become part of the the must must have social media toolkit. Like, there will be a new like, no, you have to be on Facebook, you have to be on Twitter, you have to be on this, right? Yeah. Whether that's mm-hmm. Hive Mastodon something something something, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm not gonna predict Mastodon's the thing. Um, okay. I, I I'm worried it's gonna be too difficult to become the thing that like Wendy's is gonna be on, right? Um, and yeah. that all of our clients are gonna want to be on. I see opportunities. I talked to you about that one opportunity that I think I saw with it. Um, then we do. We need to talk about that for 2023. Um, but um, so we've been having a a conversation here internally about video versus other social media because i think and, and help me out with this katie i think when we think social media we think we need a copywriter community person that can do some visuals right like that seems mm-hmm. like the standard skill set and part of the conversation we have with the person that's really good at that school s- skill set is i hate everything's in video now and it's like yeah. okay well this is the next step, right? and it's been leaning this way for a while so i I think and I'm trying to, I am still trying to s- kind of say how I want to see this. I think you're gonna have when you think social media department geez, I feel like this has already happened for bigger companies, but I think it's gonna this is gonna happen for smaller companies I think now um you're gonna have it's not gonna be I need a social media person. it's gonna be I need a copywriting you know
3: the the tweet. you need a content creative
0: but but like the the uh static versus video is what i'm trying to get to right mm-hmm. um i i think there's going to be a separation of skill sets there um and and again bigger companies get this right bigger companies know they they need to apply their their media video department to to you know the tiktoks and everything and 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 then you have your copywriting English degree people like doing that and you know, doing the tweets, doing the posts, and making sure all those are concise, right? Because those are two different mindsets, I feel. Um, and not a lot of people can do both well, uh, so and, and pull those together. So, I, I think you're gonna see that video versus I want to keep calling it static text, it, it, just for a lack mm-hmm. of better word. Um, so I, I think, yeah, I think you're just gonna see like social media like obviously you know hey you're the youtube creator so that's i don't count that versus like twitter right like that's a whole different media platform but now tiktok is becoming the new social media right so you're going to in reels and shorts and everything like that and that's it's the new uh language uh uh, Mm -hmm. uh, for those kinds of things so i guess i guess that's my prediction like there's going to be a split in those skill sets and also a new platform that will be another top three. I'm with you I'm backing mm-hmm. that up. I'm backing yours up.
3: Yeah, but I see I see that over time. I gotta be honest with you. I see them as separate separate skill sets today. Mm-hmm. But I think in the future
0: You just do all of it. Somebody does all th- of it. That's gonna have
3: to be it's gonna be it's gonna be it it's gonna become a combined skill set. No one no one is corporate America is not gonna wanna pay, continue to pay for large Large organizations of both, mm-hmm. they're gonna find mm-hmm. they're gonna find the people that know how to do both, and get them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, do that's they just, just my. Or are they, opinion, or they just bring in their video media team into the fold for social, right?
3: And and I just don't see. Uh, yeah, I see video as video will overtake the the static or or written mm-hmm. and, and and all it'll end up becoming is you know cons- clear it'll become the original TikTok, you know minute or less automatically ai ai subtitle it it's completely um accessible mm-hmm. from from an accessibility perspective
4: mm-hmm. and then
3: just transcript it and there's your there's your static content
0: well, so you just, you just explained my workflow, what I do with partners videos, <laughs> I pull it in the CapCut. I, I, I throw the AI at it and, uh, you know, throw text on it and, uh, and kick it out there, you know? So, uh-huh. I mean, that's, that's kind of the workflow that we've been working on for, for a little bit and starting to apply it to some clients. So, um, like that's, that's the new workflow we need to think about. Right. So, um, and, and making sure, I mean, we you know, thankfully we have multiple people that can do multiple things around us, so we can be like, okay, you do this kind of content, we do this kind of content. Like we, you know, we can specialize a little bit more on those things. But, but everybody needs an understanding of everything, in the long run, so you know what everybody else is doing. Uh, Chilla, you need, still need a minute?
3: I, nope, I got, I got it. There you go. I think existing AR and VR is going to completely die off. Ooh. but I think someone's going to come in and act and knock it out of the park and we're going to it'll be like a its own revival in the same year.
0: So AI death and revival.
3: No, no, not AI VR. Oh, VR. I th-
0: sorry, I thought you said AI. Sorry.
3: Yeah, I didn't mean to say. If I said AI, I didn't mean to. You can you can play it back and, and catch me in my lies. Um mm-hmm. but no, it's it, it, AR and VR. Um I just I don't think I don't think Meta's going to make it. That's my own personal. I mean they can just keep dumping money into it. I think Microsoft's taken a, a step back on it. Um I think Google Glass had it right. They should have stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just think I think I don't think the battery life on the new Meta is long enough. Um and that's more of an AR type device but i think i think i, I don't know if it's going to be i don't know who it's going to be i'm not saying it's going to be apple um i don't know i don't know i think someone's going to someone's going to figure it out um but so i think we're going to see like a like i said i think we're going to see it die off and then someone someone knock it out of the park towards the end of the year
0: does it feel to you guys collectively here does it feel like all of the major players are vulnerable right now like exceptionally vulnerable across the board exceptionally vulnerable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in like all of tech Mm -hmm. so like and that's i I feel
1: like this is the most i don't want to be chaotic but unpredictable mm -hmm. for like every inch of technology at this point like i've never felt this way with the changing of technology from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting and kind of nerve-wracking.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you work in the space, think, yes.
2: Well, I think the only the only thing that I see not changing right now or really in any time is the operating systems for um, cell phones. I, I don't see a third coming in either taking out or, or you know, no. between Android mm-hmm. and iOS. I don't see a third coming up, mainly because... No. Like Samsung tried mm-hmm. and failed, and then everyone's trying you know it seems like the only way unless someone truly comes off from out truly out left field because everything else has been you know, oh, what we're going to do is um t- take real take you know take the the core of Android and split it off like uh Amazon did with Kindle, and they were trying to do with the Kindle phone or Facebook with their Facebook phone. And that doesn't work because if people want Android, they want the Google Android, you know, their their flavor of Android. Mm -hmm. And unless someone really comes out of nowhere and says, this is our new phone and it does all these things that you want to do. And, you know, we can match hardware and software and everything else that everyone wants on the current to the current duopoly.
0: Well, I, I I think you're on the right track there, and I, I think you know when we talk about tech, we talk about things that are kind of platformless, right? Right? Um, when we think OS is for, I'll call them legacy devices, be those computers, desktop, laptop, uh, uh tablet, and phone. I, I think those are baked in. Those are very mature operating systems for everybody, right? That, and I think that's where it is. Uh, uh, six eight years ago, when when you know iOS and Android were still like adding cut pace. You know, there was room for a Windows Phone to try to eke in there, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, so I, 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 think, but anything that doesn't already have that established, like VR, the platform of VR is not established, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, anything on the web that is not, you know, that's still that's still a, a that's still a wild west and can be a wild west. it's, it's kind of become a little more um, tamped down in recent years, but uh, hey, we still pay for the internet. Technically, um, you know, with our tax dollars. Uh, so, like, it, it, it's there. There's, there's like, what is uh, uh, crypto gonna be?
4: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. what the hell is crypto
0: gonna be? It is. It has gotten shaken up, and it's a, it's a very baby technology that a lot of people sunk a lot of money in. Is it going to be cutesy gifts, or is it going to be a, a, a currency or is it going to actually have other applications that actually help people? You know, I think that's it. I, I, I think we should not. Um, um, OK, can I add a prediction <laughs> midstream here? Yeah. Um, there will be a kind of no to make this too broad. Um, there will be, let's say, a significant new. Uh, application for is crypto, blockchain. Let's call it blockchain. That's that's the actual that's the underlying technology, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, new blockchain um, use. <laughs> new new highly uh, touted. Uh, uh, you know, I'm I i do not want to say that it's going to be an important thing. I don't think it's going to be the thing where we finally uh, uh, attach a blockchain to our, our our medical records or anything like that. Potentially. But there will be a new, like, because when you hear blockchain, what do you think? Cryptocurrency and you think uh, NFTs, right? Is there anything else for blockchain Mm -hmm. off the top of anybody's Mm -hmm. head right now that that everybody's Mm -hmm. talking about? They're like, okay, look at the stupid NFT these guys have put out over here. Uh, And look at all the money that this that what's-his-face just just lost. And I'm getting emails from everybody that has a crypto wallet uh, about their Chapter 11s right now. Uh, BlockFi, glad I didn't put my money in that. Uh, because they're they, I keep getting updated emails about their chapter eleven status. So, um, like I, I think somebody else is gonna unveil, and we're doing this with blockchain. Um, that will be the next thing that's, um, hopefully important enough. Not hopefully, but becomes important enough that we're joking about it on Colbert. Like that's kind of my like everybody kind of is talking about this kind of thing, right? So we reached that today when are we we reached that this year when um we had uh, uh, crypto ads during the Super Bowl right um and crypto the the crypto whatever um, um uh, arena in uh in in l a we'll see if that that name sticks I think I think they're already <laughs> changing it uh what did I say take to we'll just call that new blockchain technology uh Potter
2: yeah so the first one is actually a little bit is somewhat related to my prediction from last year, Mm -hmm. but just talking to people in general, when I start to talk to people about electric vehicles and, you know, the changeover, one of the first things you hear is I like the idea, but I like hybrids even better because they're kind of a halfway in between and I don't have to go full electric and I don't have to worry about charging. And I'm thinking, well, you don't – everyone has smart – pretty much everyone, you know, if you have a smartphone, you have to charge it every day. And that's kind of the mindset change for EVs. But I can see if people – and hopefully in the next year or two, the supply chain will be better for cars and everything in general. And, you know, they'll actually have cars on lot that you can actually purchase. But I can see where hybrids are coming. You know, people will still want the full gas. But I can see where people say, "I'm willing to accept a hybrid, but it's not your traditional, you know, you know, tree hugger. I'm getting a hybrid for eco reasons. I'm getting a hybrid because it's a better vehicle." Mm -hmm. And people just going for it. You're already seeing that in some of the car reviews, where they're reviewing like the small SUVs, the Rav 4s, the CRVs, the Hyundai Tucson's, you know, the the Sportage, and they're saying oh, if you're looking at this small SUV, get the hybrid. Not just because you're saving gas, it's just the the engine's better, it runs better than the full gas one. So I can see in the next, this year, uh, let's say, like I said, assuming we're not crashing into a recession uh, and the supply chain starts coming out and people needing new cars, um, people going for hybrid just because they're the better vehicle. Mm-hmm. Not for, you know, Partially because you get better gas mileage, but morally, more just when they drive, they're like, this is a better vehicle than the, you know, the straight internal combustion engine one. And hopefully a little bit more of the plug-in hybrids, too. And that'll give people a little taste because the newer plug-in hybrids are doing 30 miles on electric only.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Uh, I think we forget about that technology has continued to progress even on there. Yeah. Right.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So if you're tooling around town, you know, and you're going less than 33 miles, it's an electric vehicle. Mm -hmm. It's basically an electric vehicle with a gas tank as a backup when your battery runs out, you know, if you go longer. So I can see those really coming on. And the one thing for the iPhone and this is I, I'm hoping because honestly for, for the iPhone camera, there's a couple of things that are pain points. One is the lack of a really good zoom. And I'm really hoping iPhone the iPhone comes out with a periscopic zoom.
0: That could I can see uh, that on similar, the Pro, I could see that on the Pro model.
2: Yeah. On the pro. Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. It'll be on the, if it is out, it'll be on the pro and unlike S- Samsung, where they do have the hundred X zoom available. Um, I've seen people take m- amazing moon pictures with galaxy phones. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one I, I try to take a, a phone picture, a moon picture with my iPhone. It stinks. It, 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 it doesn't. I mean, it, I can get it in the right conditions, Using third party software, using post production on it um, but I, it it just doesn't look that good
0: and I love as you're talking about better picture quality you you dropped you dropped into postage stamp mode
2: <laughs> I see that i I don't know why that happened, but.
0: That as ends. far as I
2: know, Ruth isn't, Ruth isn't streaming, but no, I, so I'm hoping they won't go for the hundred X zoom. Mm-hmm. They'll go for right now. Cause you can go three X optical. Hopefully they'll go up to a 10 X optical,
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and then digital for a 30 X maybe. And of course they'll say, this is the greatest zoom that you've ever experienced in an iPhone. And see, look how much closer. And people are be like, yes, you should have did it two years ago. But I understand it's hard to put out tens of millions of units for the zoom per se because you're the only way to do a periscopic zoom is physics Mm -hmm. you can't do it you can't do it in software it breaks down you need physics so that that's that's more of a hope even though i don't see myself buying an iphone 15 i see myself more on the 16 Mm -hmm. in a year and a half uh, just because of things are expensive
0: (laughs) and you're on the 14 correct
2: uh 13 13, 13 pro okay. max yeah yeah I'm yeah, yeah. Debating. my co-host on the iphone my co-host on the iphone photography show gray mcmillan he has a 14 pro max mm-hmm. and he is loving the 48 megapixel sensor and the 2x zoom that you can do with the 48 pixel sensor
0: nice,
2: nice. so
0: well it'll be interesting as we learned from twenty twenty two, anything can happen. Uh guys, it's been another year. Thank you. You have been our awesome crew doing this. Dave Ponner of the iPhoneography podcast. I think he just illustrated for that. Me on. He <laughs> illustrated what that sounds like there, I think. Uh yep. yep. Chichilla <laughs> at Chilla on the Twitters.
3: Oh now my stuff's breaking
0: up. Go. Oh. All oh, the internet's going down. Yeah. Let's get us through the last show. We're in shutdown for the year. (laughs) Yeah, as I shut down the internet for the year. Jeez. And Katie Dude is. DJ on Instagram, Kate
1: Edders on Twitter.
0: There you go uh thank you guys thank you everybody um we're like i said we're gonna try to get something out here for the next week or we'll say we might take the next little week off who knows i i, I don't know at this point um but uh we'll, we'll see what happens with that uh we will be back in 2023 with uh new episodes as usual and uh and and thank you everybody thank you everybody for joining us um let us know your predictions use hashtag ac623 if you uh, hit us up on Twitter or any of the other social medias, so you can follow along with the show, or in comments if you're watching this on a video version after the fact, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you, everybody. Join us uh, over the holidays uh, on the Discord, on the uh, on the on the Facebook group. Uh, we do have a Reddit as well. If you want to poke at that, uh, if I see anybody starting to talk on there, we will start a conversation. I will. I have my notifications on just waiting for somebody who wants to go to Reddit. Uh, So um, thank you everybody for joining us. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome new year.